What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Dusty Dimes with your host, TJ Plogger, and myself, Mike Warfield. Today, we have uh, a couple of special guests on, uh, Zane Schwartz, or Zane Sharks, excuse me, uh, played for Liberty University and also playing for in the East Coast right now. And we also were trying to hopefully get the King, uh, legend slash icon, King Allentown on. So we'll see how that goes. But what's going on, TJ? What's up, buddy? How are you? Not too bad, man. A little funky uh, before we get on the podcast with everything going down. Yeah, I do. It was like it was a clusterfuck, man. It's like fuck. <laughs> Dude, what else is new? You know what I mean? It's just I swear every time that we try to use this app, it since this new update, it is shit. It's shit, man. And I I tell them and I I fucking send them emails all the time about it, and I get oh we're sorry, we'll send it to the proper person. Like no, man, your app was your app was great before you know you screwed it up. No, yeah, for sure, and that's what I mean. It, it sucks now. It's frustrating. But Zane, what's going on, brother? How are you? Good. Third time's a charm. Finally got in. Yeah, right. We we're just yeah, talking man. about it. they 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 did an update to an app and just screwed it up, man. <laughs> what a bunch of idiots! Always trying to freaking make things better. It never works. Whatever. I hear you. That's what I'm saying, man. But uh, Zane, a couple questions for you, man. So, what was probably the biggest difference for you going from like the ACHA to the coast? Oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, man, playing in the ACHA, it's a jungle. Uh, a bunch of monkeys running around hitting you. Uh, not a lot of, not a lot of uh, I mean, I don't want to bash it too much, but there's obviously a lot more skill in the coast. So, you know, when you play in the ACHA, you're just getting ran every time you touch the puck. Uh, whether it's necessary or not, you're getting crushed. And uh, I'd say the biggest difference was uh, in the coast, it's it's physical, but it's a lot more intelligent physical. Like, you're not getting ran after you make a pass because that'd mean a guy's out of position and uh, opens up scoring opportunity for the other team. So that was the biggest thing. Uh, the speed really wasn't that big of a difference. I feel like once you hit a certain threshold in hockey, um, you know, all a guy has to do is kind of step in front of you and he's in your way. But uh, just a bunch of cage monkeys, rage monkeys running around in ACHA. But – you know, I enjoyed my time there, and uh, but I'd say yeah, that was probably the biggest difference from a hockey perspective, at least. Have Have you noticed kind of like you know, playing college hockey and stuff? You you connect like a kind of a pretty big bond with your team, playing with them for like four years, right? Mm-hmm. Do you notice the same type of bond, you know, playing pro, or is it a little bit different? Uh I mean, yeah, the bond you have in college is obviously a lot different from any other environment but uh playing pro there's a lot of turnover the difference between like the team at the beginning of the season and come december or january is so different even at the beginning of the season when you're in training camp and there's like 30 guys there and i remember i was i mean this was my first year pro i remember uh one vet came up to me he's like man look at the locker room now a week from now half these guys will be gone which was true because you got guys trickling down from the a and uh, just the trickle-down effect and it, just the turnover is huge. So it's hard to kind of get that bond um, that's similar to college hockey. But, I mean, all the guys I played with this year and pro, were they're all good guys. Like, uh, I don't feel like, you know, there's an oddball here and there that isn't a good guy. But I feel like you kind of you got to be a good guy to uh, play at that level. And if you're not, teams are going to get rid of you unless you're just nasty at hockey. But uh, for the most part, like, all the guys were good and – pretty cohesive and uh i mean so i played on three teams and every team i played on they kind of just took me in uh right away there was no like oh he's the new guy kind of push him aside we already got our clicks but uh each team i played on they're all good guys and you know took me in which was which was i was really fortunate about that 
Yeah, playing on three teams. How is that, you know, how is that on you as a player traveling? Because you played on three teams, what, within a season? Or yeah, you're now so, playing at, uh, I believe you're playing at, where did you play? I'm sorry, you're playing at Toledo. Toledo yeah, yeah. You, you played at Indy, and then you also played in Norfolk, correct? Yeah, exactly. So uh, I actually played on four teams on in, on one year in junior. So uh, this wasn't my my personal best, uh, but uh, um, so yeah. I mean, being on three teams, it really wasn't that hard. Traveling was probably the worst thing. Uh, kind of packing up all your stuff in a car and moving across country. But I mean, I just look at it as, as I, I get to meet twenty new guys and kind of see a different part of the country that I wouldn't have gotten to see. Um, and for me, I played in the South Division with Norfolk for the first half of the season. So I got to see, you know, Florida, Atlanta, South Carolina, you know, that part of the country. And the second yep. uh, half of the season, you know, I got to see the Midwest and playing some sick barns in front of a lot of fans. Um, so, yeah, I got to see a little bit of everything and, you know, got to experience some things. And, you know, 60 different players means I get to pick 60 different brains and learn a lot from different people and kind of take things from each place so you know it's just a lot of its perspective and how you look at things and um i try to make the best of each of my situ situation now, this year now going back to so you, zane go ahead zane go i wanted to touch on i wanted to touch on going to different barns is uh what what was your mindset and what was it like playing in toledo with their home crowd oh man i mean they're not yeah they're crazy. they're they're insane <laughs> like so i had i had been on indian i had played against them and you know, everyone was like, oh, this is sick. And it's different because, you know, they're chirping you when you're on Indy and yeah. they're yelling at you and they're beaking you on the bench. And, you know, you're in the penalty box. They're coming up and banging on it. But when you're on the other side, when you're on the inside, uh, it's really freaking fun, man. It's uh, yeah, it's an environment that I think is is uh, I mean, everybody in the coast like knows Toledo has the sickest environment. So that's kind of uh, that's a uh, that's a bonus for playing there. And you know, with that good environment and amount of fans comes a lot of money and wealth in the walleye organization. Uh, so, oh, so we get treated pretty well and, uh, and it's, it's nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's sick. I mean, I think they sold out 15 games in a row and had, I want to say 29 sellouts this season. And, um, yeah, they love their hockey in Toledo, man. Yeah. I mean, there's not a ton to do there, so you gotta like something, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, it was, it was sick for sure. It was a lot different than Norfolk where we only got like 2,500 fans a game, maybe, but yeah. Indy got a lot of fans too. So, uh, but yeah, it was, it was really cool playing in Toledo. I liked it a lot. So Zane, real quick. So how, how did you go from playing Liberty hockey to go to the coast? Like what was your process of getting picked up by a coast team? Oh man. Um, yeah, because, I mean, it doesn't really happen. But uh, uh, so at the end of the season, I kind of made the decision I wanted to go pro. And um, I had a friend that was playing in the coast. And I was just like, hey, do you have an agent? He was like, yeah. So he hooked me up with his agent, uh, reached out to his agent. I said, hey, I'm in the coast. And luckily, this guy had played. Uh, sorry. Hey, I'm in club hockey. And luckily, this guy had played Division Two club hockey. So he, like, understood, you know, the club hockey wasn't as bad as everyone thinks. Um yeah. So that was kind of good. But I was like, hey, I want to go pro in a week or so. And he started reaching out to coast teams and he, he reached out to pretty much every team. And all of them said no, except Norfolk um, uh, and Norfolk kind of uh, my coach at Liberty also kind of knew the coach at Norfolk. So I had two people kind of giving me an in and Norfolk was basically like, yeah, I mean, come out and you can practice a couple days. And if we like you, we'll keep you. And uh, if we don't, we'll just send you 
send you back in. So I signed to ATO, which I think if I wouldn't have made the team, I would have still been eligible to play my senior year at Liberty. Um, but I came in and I guess they liked what they saw. So they signed me a couple of days later, which was nice and uh, was supposed to finish the whole season there. But I, in my fourth game, I ended up getting a fight, picked the wrong guy and he just beat my face and uh, <laughs> used my face as a punching bag. And uh, that was probably my first and last uh, pro hockey fight. <laughs> uh- I'll tell you what, man, there's definitely fights that you know when you pick your battle, but then it's like you go for, like, some of the smaller guys that you think you can absolutely manhandle, and they just fucking pump you. (laughs) Exactly. Where You're just like, fuck me, man. Like, where did this come from? (laughs) Just a little ball of fire. Don't poke the bear. Don't poke (laughs) the mini bear. But, uh, yeah, the guy... In your fucking Cheerios. (laughs) Holy Toledo. (laughs) (laughs) Right? The the guy I fought was actually... He was, like, bigger than me. And so, like, I went to go and ask him to fight. And, like, you know, I came from college hockey. And I'm not a fighter. But I went to ask him to fight. And he was just, like, licking his chomps. And he was just, like... He's like, you want to fight me? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, let's go. And uh, little did I know he was was a big-time fighter in the queue for four years. And uh, led the queue in Pimps. I think his last two years and he just he just banged me up he I think I mean you watch the video he landed 10 punches I landed zero and uh he broke my nose and gave me a conky and uh <laughs> yeah it was it was not a good scene uh but uh you know I saw him at the beginning of this season when I was on when I was on Norfolk and he was on Florida he came up to me he was like hey man like I'm sorry like I didn't mean to <laughs> I didn't mean to hurt you I was like hey no worries I asked for it but uh yeah that's uh that's the story of that face beating Hey man, at least you take it with like you know a little bit dignity <laughs> behind that. I yeah, guess. I mean, you got to. That's like you trying to go face like Derek Bugo, like you know what I mean, like the boogeyman. <laughs> yeah, but like, if I would have known this guy was a fighter, I probably would have freaking powered away. Mike Warfield. <laughs> oh, that's, King Allentown. That golly. sounds like what. That sounds like what Austin Babichek did to Tyler Feist last night. You know what I mean, Mike Warfield? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, oh, he banged him up. <laughs> <laughs> actually the bomb <laughs> but uh yeah i'll tell you what so uh for playing in the coast it's one of those things that like what's kind of like your daily routine for before like a game or something like that so it kind of depends on the person but personally mine um for like a normal practice day in the coast is just wake up most teams practice in the morning i'd say 10 and are done by 11.30. And then a lot of guys just go home and just play video games all day. And, you know, they play from, like, maybe go to lunch and play Fortnite from, like, 12 to 6. And then go to dinner at 6 and watch TV. But I, I like to work out a lot. So I go to practice and then I go to the gym after practice. And I'll go grab lunch. And then I like to stay busy. So I'll probably find something to do. And I'm finishing up my college courses. So I do homework and uh go to dinner and then uh you know i'll play a little bit of xbox but i don't play fortnite that's for children i play PUBG, a real gamers game dude PUBG, <laughs> good man good uh, man so that's uh, a standard practice day yeah i'll tell you what though oh man if you ever played me in seed you'd get that the hands real quick but <laughs> uh, uh but i also see that you you're into like charities and stuff like that um on instagram yeah. what's that mission uh that missionary they work for or that you so yeah so uh i have kind of i started my own uh non organization 
and it uh, funds Christian missionaries around the world to go on mission trips. So I went to Liberty University, which is a it's the biggest Christian school in the country, and it might be the biggest in the world, um, evangelical Christian school. So a lot of people go on missions trips uh, around the world and the country. And the hardest thing is always raising funds for these trips because they're, you know, three to $5,000 to go on a, you know, seven to 10 day mission trip to Africa. Um, so these kids don't, some of them aren't as fortunate as I am. And um, so I started a nonprofit that kind of raises money for the missionaries to be funded, to go over and kind of do their work. Cause I really personally don't have, the desire to go to Africa and be in a tent and be eaten by bugs all day. Um, but some people do have that desire. And, uh, you know, I've been fortunate enough to kind of be in an environment where I know some people with some money. And um, so they want to help too. So I just kind of use my connections to help raise money for, um, you know, those, those people that are going on the mission trip. So that's kind of what I'm passionate about outside of hockey. That's awesome. awesome, man. Good yeah. Thanks. You got a good heart. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, you guys have any questions for Zane? Hey, what's up, Zane? Hey. Hey, man. This is Gary. I'm uh, I'm up here in Calgary. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> I was just taking a look at your stats, and I just kind of saw that you played up in uh, Canada for a little bit. And uh, what was it the like old... when you were playing up in Canada? And uh, what was it like when you were playing at uh, places that were at a higher altitude? Did you have a little <laughs> bit of trouble there? Uh, man, Canada was unreal. So uh, coming out of midgets, I actually I tried out for so many NA teams, probably like six or seven teams, and I didn't make one. And, uh, and then I had a BC tryout in – Surrey and made the team but playing uh there was amazing Vancouver and um you know then I got shipped to Brooks which Brooks is a cool hockey cool place to play hockey but I don't know if you've ever been there it smells like garbage 24 7 it's a meatpacking town and it is miserable uh yeah I agree (laughs) the only thing good about that place is the rink and uh you know it wasn't fun but uh Alberta is a lot different than bc so i kind of wanted to get back to bc but playing in canada was amazing i have literally nothing bad to say about it and uh you know the people up there are so nice um but it was was really fun you know you go from playing in the u.s where hockey's not that big to playing in canada and you tell people you play hockey and you know you can talk to them for 20 minutes when i'm from dallas texas and i say i play hockey and they're like there's hockey in dallas like it's it's just it was a different world and uh, i enjoyed it and, uh, you know, a lot of hockey is just the experience of, you know, what you get to do outside of hockey. And that's kind of why I don't mind, didn't mind getting traded this year three times. Like, I mean, I got to see three different places. And that's why I'll probably go to Europe at some point in the future and uh, travel and see the world. So uh, playing Canada was, nice. was awesome. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I loved it. Nice. Isn't Texas the, isn't Texas the state that had that, uh, that junior league that was supposed to be like – an insane and it folded after the first fucking year was that this year it was like eight games in yeah it was like eight games in yeah that was this year right yeah, yeah. okay so will they, will they have 10 teams in there i i think so they it, it like was like a, they didn't have a lot of teams in that league i know that for sure i have no idea but i did i do know that one of the owners of one of the teams was bad bill davidson who <laughs> do you guys know him in wichita no wichita falls no this was i don't know i think it may have been el paso uh i don't know exactly i don't know what team he owns but 
he owned the Surrey Eagles when the second time I went there. So I started for Surrey when I was 19, got traded away, and then they picked me up at the beginning of my 20-year-old year. But he owned the team my second time around, and he had been known for buying pro teams like in the CHL back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And he would buy the teams, and he just wouldn't – he was the cheapest owner in the world. They would literally – wouldn't pay for eyes to practice. They would go to, like, stick and pucks uh, at wow. local rinks. And this was pro hockey. They would go to stick and pucks, and they would have to, like, <laughs> kick – like, basically push people off the ice and be like, hey, like, we're practicing here. Like, get off. Um, just because he was so cheap, he wouldn't pay people. Teams would fold all the time. So he owned one of the teams – in uh, this new Texas league. And I guess he did the same exact thing. Classic bad bill. <laughs> and uh, no he, uh, way. He, he basically Ooh. brought all these kids in, was like, hey, we're going to do it. And then he just didn't pay any of the bills and they shut it down. And um, yeah, all the season ticket holders were, were rattled. And it was just like, we a have a good coach show. for bad bill. His name's Steve Isu. He, he would be perfect for him. <laughs> <laughs> we can connect him on linkedin or something yeah 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 dude, that's what i'm saying like he knows how to bring all the worst talent that like just doesn't make you know rosters like they'd be perfect <laughs> we'll get him connected <laughs> god, dude. Dude, I, oh my god that just kills me like you have such an elite league and yet you have so much money yet you're a cheap piece of shit and you're just trying to hoard all your money ah that just kills me man that fucking annoys me but um anyone have any other questions for zane man because yeah i do let's go hi zane i'm alan hi alan i like hockey i'm zane i like hi zane i I do have a serious (laughs) question for you uh first off the the toledo thing holy toledo (laughs) that's the line that hans gruber Or, uh, excuse me, Peter Simon Gruber, who is Hans Gruber's brother. Mm-hmm. Hans Gruber was the man that uh, Bruce Willis throws off the tower in uh, Die Hard 1. Well, <laughs> Die Hard with a vengeance. He's like, holy Toledo. <laughs> and he started talking about Ohio. That That's pretty raw. But I do have a real, legit, serious question, though, Zane. Uh, I, 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 it's... it's, it's... It's it's stupendous. Zane, <laughs> having a distinguished last name as such as you have, Shart, were you ever ridiculed as a child, let alone as an adult? <laughs> yeah, man, I get I get ripped every game, literally. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, it's almost like the coolest last name in the world. Exactly. Yeah. You Yo, could have Shart's any name. Here. Yeah, and you still have the best name on the planet. Charter. <laughs> a lot of people started calling me Charter this year. I never had that one until I hit pros. Uh, <laughs> that was the first time. The Shart Man got that one a couple times. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, my name's a sentence. Pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I get tripped every single game about it, and it literally just doesn't affect me. I think it's hilarious. But another thing I get tripped about is I, I tape my ankles. I wrap my ankles like ten times, which is brutal style. I know. But uh, so I wrap my ankles like ten times with clear tape, and they they go to town on my ankles and my uh, last name. And you know, I've heard it all about both of them. So uh, unaffected. Uh, and I just, you know, I just kind of laugh at them and just be like, yeah, good one, buddy. Never heard that one before. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I get ripped all the time for my last name, but you know, I can't change it. Uh, hey man, you could have a last name called Dowdy and he's a piece of shit. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Shade. Throwing a little shade. Holy. <laughs> I just put my sunglasses on. <laughs> Yo, King Allentown, do you have any questions, man? I'm just waxing right now. Oh, okay. I, I understand. 
Any any big men's league games coming up this week for you? We play the Whalers tomorrow at the ice arena. It's going to be standing room only. <laughs> oh, shit. I heard Twisted Sister is open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy. Second period. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm fucking done. Holy They're shit. not going to take it anymore. The third or fourth place in the B division. It's a crucial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Zane, if you ever get traded around here, man, or you're playing around like the East Coast, you got a lot of snow. For sure. All about yeah. it, man. We'll, we'll definitely come down and uh, we'll watch you play. Go out, get grab a few beers if you want. Yeah, sounds good. Where, where are you? Uh, we're, we're in PA right like, now. PA. We're in Hello? Allentown. They call it the Little Apple. It's like New York, but it's the Little Apple. Boston. <laughs> it's where people also get made shot famous by Billy Joel. Yeah, Allentown's a real shithole. Don't let that stop you from coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you need any type of needles or anything like that, you just go around the corner. You you have your choice. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> you don't have to go to those parts of town though. You can avoid that. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you can avoid that. No problem. You, you can never see that in your life in Allentown. It's very easy. You have Dorney Park. Yeah, Dor- that's the area you want to be at, Dorney Park. Yeah, <laughs> Dorney Park. All right, Jane. Man. Anyway, we man. appreciate you coming on, buddy. Yeah, thank you so much, Dan. We appreciate it. Take care, brother. Hello. Anyway, uh, so King slash or what's going on, man? How you been? Me, I'm just relaxing right now, man. I had a busy morning. Yeah, what'd you do? Well, I got a busy celebrity schedule. You know what I mean? I've been I've been knocking dust off dimes all years, all year, man. <laughs> oh man! And, uh, so, yo, yo, explain the Russian chick. Yeah, maybe maybe a little later. I'm I'm keeping that close to the vest right now. But I want to say for all the people out there, when you're a member of a slim group of entertaining people in the world, people want to know what you're up to. Like right now, I'm just taking it easy. I'm working on a comic book. I'm working on uh my my movie. A lot of stuff in the works right now. But I've just been relaxing for the first couple months of the year. I don't want to stress myself too much. Now, are we ever going to see you come back on the roller hockey rink anytime soon? Yeah, I mean Route 100. I always put my name out there. They don't want to deal with me because they know I ain't passing, and then they know they know I'm a headache. <laughs> Their teams were on better than their whole team, the Burninators. And they don't want anything to do with me. <laughs> the Burninators. Oh, my God. Hey, what, what would you say uh, that Red Wings game last night? Did you see any of it? No, I went home. I had stuff to do. I'm a busy guy, man. Ah, uh, that's right. I heard, that's it was right. No, I heard it went to overtime. I think I had about seven assists in the game before. I wasn't really even trying that hard either. I was just, you know, out there for my peeps, chilling. Hey, man, I'll tell you what, I appreciate it, though, for oh, yeah, uh, coming out this out. I tried to take a nap before the game. It didn't go, it didn't go too well. I kind of ruined everything, but it's all right. Did you have your uh, Chick-fil-A pregame meal? I'm not allowed in Chick-fil-A on MacArthur Road yet. Today I'm going to the one in Nazareth. Why? <laughs> <laughs> tell Ross, tell Big Ross Keenig to get me back in there, man. <laughs> oh. So, why, why long story you, short, I order four four sandwiches, two spicy, two regular. They give me four spicy. I go, I go home. I complain. They make it. They make it like I'm the bad guy. So I come back. I say, listen, last week you messed up. Just make my order right, please. And then they sent some guy to the window to try and thug on me. 
You don't want you don't want none of this. <laughs> he said, you want your food. I said, yeah, I want my food. And then he, he started talking about respect this, respect that. Dude, just make my four sandwiches right. We don't have to have a big discussion about this. You need just put the two regular and the two spicy in the bag. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> so now I'm only now I'm not allowed at that one. I go to the other one, which is a half mile away. They're really inconveniencing me. <laughs> Wait, so these people are they want $15 an hour and they still fuck up the easiest sandwich on the menu. Oh yeah. And they, I, I wouldn't mind if they if they took accountability for their mess up, but they wanted to blame me. How's it my fault? I'm just some customer. I don't the food. Isn't the customer always right? Yeah, the customer is always right. You know that. That's what I'm, that's what I thought. I don't know, but that's I heard free, man. I heard they hire illegal immigrants. So I'm gonna go in there with an ice hat on and watch everyone. <laughs> oh my! Offshoot. <laughs> I have that's amazing. Offshoot. I don't mean to cut you off, brother. Uh, several several years ago, probably like a decade ago. Uh, maybe more than a decade now. It's like more than a decade at this point. I was still riding bicycle. Yo, I rode bicycle to the Burger King to get a Big Mac, right? No To get BS. a Big Mac? I mean a, a Whopper, not a Big Mac. Big Mac is involved. <laughs> shit. So uh, I got this Whopper. I walk in there, and all I heard was this Spanish dude say, Migra, Migra, Migra. <laughs> I swear to God, like 12 people in the Burger King scattered. Ice walked in the door and all <laughs> of them got out of the building before Ice got them. It, it was like literally the craziest thing you ever seen. Continue. <laughs> I've seen a lot of crazy I was on Touch Judy, but I do like the sport. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Dude, I forgot you were on Judge Judy. It's hard to forget that. No, hey, hey. So we got two celebrities on the fucking podcast now because Alan was on MTV. What was it? What was the show, Alan? I was on a show called Is She Really Going Out With Him? <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to watch that show. And uh, the character uh, that they portrayed me as was, um, so I called myself the prophet. Uh, wisdom and money. Um, ironically, there's a show on CNBC called The Prophet that was created by the same guy. He must be real, uh, real wise cat. Hey, I'll be right needless back, guys. Say, Keep going. Yeah, so needless to say, they called me the Ducious of Jerzareth, like a Jesus of Nazareth <laughs> play on words thing. They, they compared me to Kanye West. Uh, it was an interesting time in my life. Wait, are you white? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Uh, I actually uh, prefer other on my job applications, <laughs> but uh, Caucasian will do for now. Uh, the girl that was on the show with me, real fucking bird. I mean, this girl, she flew south for the winter, let me tell you. She flew south every day. <laughs> and uh, she was a fucking bird. <laughs> she was a fucking bird. Uh but needless to say, I got to be on TV. But as cool as that is, I mean, I would love to have been on Judge Judy, yo. Judge Judy Shandlin. That shit would be great, yo. King King Allentown won that shit, too. Like, he was not fucking around. You got to see, he dresses around, or he, like, when he walks around, like, um, like certain fairs and stuff like that, he literally dresses like, uh, I want to say Elvis, but he dresses, like, in a full-on fucking... Um, like vest 
fucking uh, muscle leg like pants. Dude, it's so fucking great. And he's in a band I'm, called Eight Town Flux. I'm back. I just uh, my mailman came. I achieved everything I wanted to achieve today. So now I'm free till whatever. Fuck yeah. <laughs> what What did you have to get done? I I got some some stuff in the mail. You know, fan mail. Uh, all kinds of stuff. But now I'm done. I'm gonna go play roller hockey at five at 14th Street. Anyone listening can come down and hang out with us. And test your skill. Ooh. Are you signing eight by ten glossies? Yeah, yeah, I, I am, man. Fuck. How much for two of them? I'm working on an action figure, uh, a mold for females. I think you know what kind of. <laughs> uh, I got a lot on the agenda right now. I just got to get a bunch of stuff done early in the year. Then I can just chill the rest of the year. I like to get everything done right away and then just, you know, chill out the, the, last, the next eight months of the year. <laughs> a mold for the females. Oh, yeah. I retired. I actually retired from public life around two, around two years ago. I made my New Year's resolution to be less famous, but it didn't work. I'm still running for political offices, city council, president, governor, whatever. I run every year, dude. <laughs> I'm a perennial candidate. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm a musician, too. I'm in A-Town Sluts. We're on hiatus right now. I might bring us back in 10 years for the 30-year reunion. But I'm moving on to other stuff right now. So what's your biggest goal next? Uh, I got so much stuff going on right now. Uh, I'm working on a book, a movie, all kinds of stuff, man. What kind of movie? I want to start. What would it be about? Uh, um, movie about my life, man. King out the motion picture. <laughs> and now I'm working on a comic book, King Allentown, the, spe- the spectacular uh, Super Cracker. Super Cracker. <laughs> Who does the Super Cracker fight? Yeah, I'm like the Super Cracker, like the super white guy or whatever. Oh. For all the women at home, I'm, I'm like mayonnaise. I'm white and creamy. <laughs> <laughs> You miracle whip or you helmet? Yeah, whatever, whatever they like, man. Cucumber hey. tastes better pickle. Oh yeah. Hey, how was your trip at uh, in New York, by the way? Oh, it was fun. I went to Brooklyn. I went to uh, I think it's called Bushwick. It's like a hip, it's like a hipster area. Yeah, what was that like? It was fun, you know. I was staying with these Russian chicks. You know what I mean? Having a good time. I showed them, I showed them Jersey Shore. Now they want to rent a car and go to Miami and hang oh. out at like. The Jersey Shore clubs and fist pump in the ocean. Oh, <laughs> nice! Do you show yeah. how to how to put on a fake tan at least? Oh yeah, they're, they're, they go to the tanning beds. They say they get crunchy, all kinds of stuff, man. It's, it's a wild world up there. The dog responds to Russian. Oh God! Yeah. GTL baby. Oh I went, God! Yeah, GTL man. I went to every skating rink up there. The hockey's pretty bad in New York, honestly. Where I really? was at least. The city, yeah. Uh, what? Like how so? I seen the men's leagues after the skating, and they were terrible. There were guys leaning on their sti- leaning on their sticks to stand up. God, you're starting to sound like me a little bit. Oh yeah. Like fuck. Well, I'll tell you what though, it's kind of one of those things that, like, even in men's league, you you see that everywhere. Like, you have your C guys, you have your fucking B guys, and you have your A guys, and the A guys are most likely like kids that are playing juniors or playing college right now that are like home for the summer you know what i mean yeah i know i know what you're talking about last year i broke my leg and i came back on my first shot i scored a goal hollywood could, write, <laughs> hollywood could not write this script dude 
can, can you explain your celly routines, man? You got some good cellies. Oh, yeah, I got a bunch of them. The first game this year, I threw my gloves to some fans in the crowd. They threw the gloves right back to me, man. <laughs> Is that because they I, smelt or? I don't know what they did. I screwed up, though, against the Tuscan Raiders. Damn. I scored with, like, a minute left. I was just going to leave. That's the next cellie, man. You just, just leave after a goal because I got shit to do. Wait, King. Doesn't Curtain the Tuscan, call. Didn't the Tuscan Raiders have, like, Zero wins all season. We beat them twenty-two to two. Yep, sounds about right. Dude, who's that twenty-five kid on your team? That's Gavin. Dude, he's such a tool. Yeah, he's pretty nuts, and he works on computers. Like he comes to your house and fixes your computer. So I'm sure that's a real treat when he shows up acting crazy, <laughs> screaming at the computer, <laughs> bunching stuff, yelling. Uh, wait, wasn't he going after Sam last game? He goes after everyone, man. He came from he came from I don't know where and became the most hated player in the league real quick, man. Dude, for real. He came out of nowhere and he comes to Whitehall, Pennsylvania, out of yeah. all places, the rust bucket of the fucking ranks. And... I put that rig I put that rig back on the map in twenty eleven, man. <laughs> for real. For real, it was dying, dude. Red Wings were dying. They brought I met a guy at an open hockey. I came there. Now everyone wants to play at Whitehall. Every time I come there, there's new people who want to play there, man. No, I agree with you on that. Everyone is, I mean, everyone I would say definitely shows up like nowadays compared to when it was, what, four or five years ago. I but, started playing there in 2011. I, I managed the Ice Palace in 2004, closed down. I didn't want to play, pay for hockey. I was dating strippers, so I was just doing that the whole time. And then I started playing ice hockey again in 2011. How is that lifestyle, dating a stripper? I would keep all her money in my shoes, and she was too dumb to know anything, so... I just spent all the money on myself. <laughs> That's right. The girl that you dated, you all went on that 24-hour binge with Motley Crue. I remember you saying that. Hey, sometimes a man got to do what a man got to do. Oh. Hey, yo, King. It wasn't worth it, though. It was not worth it. She put two PFAs against me and actually took me to court last year for a PFA. So... In retrospect, there's no amount of money worth worth that headache. <laughs> for, the for our audience out there, what is a PFA? That's a protection from abuse order. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I didn't see this lady for like 10 years. And then last year, the sheriff showed up at my house. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to jail. So I come down. And they're like, yeah, we got this PFA against you. And I looked at it. And I knew it was total bullshit because it was this lady I haven't seen in years. And I shook his hand and I said, thank you, sir. Because, like, I knew it was garbage. You know what I mean? I knew it was a joke. So then I had to go to court. court. Yeah, I had to go to court. She said that uh, I was trolling her online and that I was ordering Ubers and Lyfts to her house. Now, there's got to be a paper trail for something like that. And who the hell orders Lyft? That's my main question. I don't know anybody. <laughs> as soon as I saw the word Lyft, I knew it was bogus. Lyft. Everyone knows Uber or nothing. Yeah, so they took me in. Dude, I had to sit there for like five hours while dudes who beat their girlfriend up last week were on trial. I said, man, I ain't seen this girl in 10 years, dude. And I told him last time I saw her, he told me she had to shoot me in the head. I said, I don't call the police because we know how that works. They're going to just arrest me. And then like the, the whole court was like in silence. They were pissed. You know I mean, you speak truth to power. They don't want to hear it. So I sat there the whole time. I defended myself. When I won, I was like pumping my fist, selling and they were all staring me down, like, with daggers. But I won, so that's all that matters. 
and she's still sending me letters, dude. After I after she put a phony PFA against me, like kind of like what Mike Tyson said, if you know what I'm saying. Oh my god! Sounds like my kind of girl. <laughs> yeah, she would have been your kind of girl about 15 years ago, but not not nowadays, dude. Trust me, it'd be all gravy if she was still in shape, but she isn't. So we done well, with she, that. Does she have the dentures in or what? I don't know what her deal is. I know that she wants to put stupid PFAs against me and this and that. And, like, the court is set up. They'll just put it against you for no reason. Like, all right, let's just let's just get your money. I mean, it's a crock, dude. I'm not going to go into the whole thing about how slanted it is. But anyone who's been through the system knows that as a guy, you cannot win. Oh, yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. you ain't winning. You ain't winning. <laughs> hey, bringing, what was they were bringing, what was their name, bro? Carmel. They were bringing people in from jail with translators and making me wait till the very end. Then they took a lunch break for a half hour. I said, "Listen, man, I haven't eaten all day, and I'm here for bogus charges." Then they took another half hour lunch break. It was the epitome of like uh, being pigs and this and that, dude. It was, it was just ridiculous, like how they treated me with no, no, nothing, absolutely nothing. But I made it through the storm, and I'm here on the Dusty Dimes podcast. Oh, hell, hell yeah, right, baby. hell yeah. So Tucker, real quick. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Mike? What? Where were you the other night? Hmm? Last hmm? night. Yep, yep. Didn't show up to the men's league game. Oh yeah, I'll be there. No, nope. I, did, I didn't say I'd be there. I'd say I'd look into it. I didn't have enough gas nope. to get there. He won his. He won his first cancer cup. He doesn't care. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> 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 Fucking look at that trophy. That's hot. Oh, I don't know where it is. I was gonna. Unfortunately, when my Russian shit came up, uh, the pool wasn't open because I was gonna pose by the pool with some triple D's and the trophy, but the pool wasn't open, so we couldn't do it. But yeah, see, Mike, that was the other downside too. Is that I've kind of learned a lot from King this year, oh, and yeah. I only play for I only play for championships. Yeah, yeah, man. Like nice. Like we didn't win the B division <laughs> this year, and whatever, and like the team that's selling about beating us, they didn't win either. Like a Tucker, bunch of the only guys. championship you've been a part of was men's league, so let's get that clear right Yeah, now. yeah, exactly. I got three Cancer Cup championships, and I have two game-winning goals in the championship. So if Ian DeLong gets one more, he will tie me. But there's no one in the universe with two game winners in the Cancer Cup, dude. And I have – you can ask Dom Minocchio about this. I scored the game-winning championship goal in the first Carson K tournament after hooking up with a chick eight times and then getting a pit bull fight. It was a legendary afternoon. <laughs> Was this the same chick? No, this was a chick from Phillipsburg. She was like 45. All my boys know her. They went to school with her daughter. They couldn't believe I was there with her mom. That's dope. Oh, yeah. That's fucking savage. Oh, yeah. It was something else. I met her on like OkCupid or something. Like, yo, don't hate on those sites, dude. It's very easy to meet women on those sites, man. Very easy. Okay, Cupid. All right, I got to write that down. You only want to be there Friday and Saturday nights. You don't want an account except for those nights. It's just like. Those are the only nights you want to be on there, man. It's because their husbands aren't home. Because during the week they don't have any free time. You want to you want to strike while it's hot, dude. Friday, Saturday nights sitting at home. They're like, man, I wish I had a guy like Mike Warfield coming over. And then boom, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> and then you whip out your monster stick and, and shoot the score. There you go. And hey, I'll. I'm not. I wouldn't complain about that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with milfs ever. Oh, yeah. Ever. Nope. Except Never. for the one that's at her, at the rink right now. We call her crazy eyes. We're staying away from her. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Bro. That you know who I'm talking about. That That's a M-I-W. That's a, that's a MILF, but M-I-W-L-F. Mother, I wouldn't like to. 
so just got to gaze into her eyes. Yeah, yeah. John Cena, John Cena said, real recognize real, man. Hey, hey. Yeah, well, let's talk about the first time I ever met King, right? It's at this place called ABHL, right? Oh, it's hell downtown yeah. Downtown Ball Hockey League. It is a shit show of a league, right? So this league, you can't leave at night unless you're walking with someone because, like, you're going to probably get mugged, jumped, stabbed, shot, I don't know, raped, one or the other. Who they knows? threw the net. They threw The locals threw the nets in the river. Yeah, yeah. And through the nets in the river, there was heroin needles all over our rink. There's homeless people sleeping in the penalty box. This is an I outdoor found, rink, by the way. I found a 44 slug down there. Yep. Um, yeah, so ABHL, man, that, that was tough. Let me bring that rink back. Mike, the first time the first time I met King was in fuck it at Body Zone playing ice hockey. Oh, yeah, no Body Zone. got a fight. Yeah, so, right. so I got. We, I guess we knew a mutual friend, and, like, they said, hey, you know, we come down and play a game. I'm like, all right. So I took Landon to the game and everything. I put Landon in the fucking penalty box. I Literally, the first shift, like, I go out, some guy tries to knee on me, and I just shit-pumped the guy. Yeah. And I, I didn't even, like, I didn't even talk to anybody or anything. And then, like, you know, the king brought it up. And I was like, oh, shit, we did play together. You came one game, got a fight in a minute, got thrown out, and never came again. That's a big entrance, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big entrance and an even bigger exit. Yeah, that well, the, the best part the best part about it was is we go home and I told Lan, I'm like, listen, don't tell mommy I, I, I fought somebody and beat the shit out of somebody, right? First thing out of his fucking yeah, mouth no he comes in, he's like, Oh, daddy beat the shit out of a guy. Oh boy. <laughs> what was the wife's reaction? She just she she didn't have any fucking issue with it. Like Hey, as long as my baby wasn't hurt, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny because I just I literally grabbed Landon and just fucking left. Can you didn't even like go in the pound. I didn't even I just grabbed him and fucking left. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll put it that way. First minute in the game, someone goes knee on knee with you. You know something's gonna happen. That's yeah. like an any men's league game nowadays. Like it's like everyone wants to fight each other. I listen. I'm down for it, but like why? I got USA Hockey probation for a year where they reviewed every penalty I got for a whole year. And what? Yeah. <laughs> And yet so, he's still flying. So TJ, yeah, talking about shit your kid says. Yep. Okay. Last night we were watching the the Avs and the Edmonton game. Yeah. And we're just watching Edmonton just get pounded. Hey. My old, okay. My old kid Xander, he looks at me and he goes, "Look at McDavid's face. He's such a pussy." <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him, and I was like, "The fuck, you hear that?" That's great. That's fucking great. It's probably like you. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. That's fucking beauty. I love it. Hey, you know what? You gotta teach him young, or else they're gonna learn the wrong way. See, see, my kid, he he fucking hates Edmonton. Like, I mean, I'm I'm a Calgary fan, so he hates Edmonton, and like he's in love with Line. Like, Line is his player. Like yeah. Patrick Liney's his player. He's got Patrick Liney everything, jersey, bed sheets, everything. Yeah, I saw him fucking buzzing around the outdoor rink with his jersey on. Yeah, so I mean, he's Liney everything. He, he can name every player on the Winnipeg Jets. It's crazy. Damn. So, like, it, it's absolutely insane. But man, like when he when he said McDavid is a pussy, look at his face. That just that just put me over the edge, man. Like, <laughs> well, speaking speaking of pussies, I wanted to bring it up for everybody's fucking 
uh, thoughts on this about the whole fucking Sean Avery thing. He carries a purse and he's gay, right? That Let's go Rangers. Pigeon, right? He's a fucking pigeon. Like <laughs> he's relevant for what? Talking shit to fucking older people that park in a bike lane. Like go around them. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. But you also got to think about it, too. It's like he got paid to do that his entire life. Like, that's what he made his money off of, being a douche. So he embraces that shit. He's irrelevant. Yeah. (laughs) Well, nowadays he is because he's not in the league. The only time you ever hear about him is when he makes – or he's a fucking douche to people. So, yeah, exactly. He's a fucking – he's an asshole. But welcome to Sean Avery's life. Hey, there's, there's a reason. There's a reason why he fucking blocked me on fucking. Twitter. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I'm just saying, his wife can swing this way any time of the day. She, oh my god! I thought god. he was gay. Listen, he's bisexual, I believe. There's no really. Such, there's no such thing <laughs> yeah. as bisexual, dude. He's gay. <laughs> gay was just hot, strange. Just hitting hot, strange. <laughs> Fuck the end of his hockey stick must be just raw. Oh no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> him and Drew Dowdy, right? Yeah, him and Dowdy, man. Like, just going downtown each other, man. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, whatever makes you happy. Drew so. Dowdy has easy access because he's missing his front teeth, so he's just gumming it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably looks like one of those guys down by that rink with all the heroin needles, man. He'd fit right in. Like, just oh, wouldn't my. even know the difference, man. Spare some change. Uh. You might remember me. I used to play hockey. <laughs> oh my god, Dude, Drew Dowdy, you're a bum. He's such a fucking haircut. Anyway, but so yeah, they they benched Kachuk that game, hey? Yeah, they, uh, they didn't dress him because they didn't want him to beat the shit out of Dowdy. So, well, look at that's kind of one of those funny things too. Like you, you hating on Edmonton and stuff like that. Um, if you ever think about it, look at Brandon Manning. And look at when he hurt Connor McDavid, what, two years ago or a year ago? Or two years ago. And yeah. now he's fucking sitting in the AHL for the team that he, like, hurt Connor McDavid. So talk about dick slap. You want to talk about you want to talk about dick slap? Let's hear it. Let's talk about fucking Bryce Harper dips, dick slapping fucking Washington Nationals last night. How about that? Oh, baby. Uh, I'm sorry. Our first eight hitters, we should not lose a game. Like, we have not. so None. much power, it's retarded. And so much speed. Like, we're, we're nasty this year. We, we Your pitching is garbage, Joe. Let's go Mets. No, fuck the Mets. Mets. You're crazy. They're, listen, they're Who almost the- equally as good. Nah. Bryce Harper is going to get hurt, and his little money investment is going to – it's going to send people into tears. They're going to cry. Nope. Oh, my Philadelphia nope. Phillies. Nope. The Sillies. Never. <laughs> Yo, you know yeah. the best thing that ever happened to the Philadelphia Phillies? We My guy you. Lenny Dykstra coming <laughs> in there. Blah, blah, blah. Dykstra. How you doing? Lenny's the man. The fucking man. I would do cocaine Hell with Lenny yeah. in the back Hell of an yeah. Uber. <laughs> Actually, in the Uber. back of a lift. Not a lift, an Uber. Did you know, fun fact, that Nas owns 40% of Lyft? I would take Lyft all day. Damn. Really? Yeah. I, I, you know he what? also owns... Forty percent of ring alongside Shaquille O'Neal. Fun fact. I should sue him over that PFA. <laughs> <laughs> that PFA. Take the, him to Judge Judy. Take him to Judy. Wait, I don't even think Judge Judy's around anymore. 
Oh, she's around. She got a new haircut. She looks just damn. Oh, yeah. She's bagging that. I'd hit Judy. She was an eight. Now she's a nine. <laughs> I'd hit Judy and her walker. Oh, my God. Oh, my. With a I'd car. buy the tennis balls. She's a, she's a female boss. You know I mean, all these women say they're bosses. Just, Judge Judy's yeah. a boss bitch, man. You know, she's driving in a big body Lincoln somewhere right now. Just she's, chilling. she's making a lot of oh, money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? That She's been doing that show for how many years, though? Oh, yeah. That's what I mean, man. Like, she's just rolling in money right now. So, why would you leave that? But, uh, other than that, boys, you got anything else? I'm about to go grocery no. shopping. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. Oh, yeah. All right. Don't boys. forget the bologna. Oh, yeah. Hang it up. Hanging out in the produce department, making making eyes with women while I grab, you know, shaped vegetables and stuff. <laughs> Bushels of broccoli. <laughs> shit, man, with that Ray Romano voice, shit, man, you can pick up anyone. <laughs> Fucking right. But I was hey, gonna boy. go. I was gonna go. Mitch Hedberg, bro. If you've never heard of Mitch Hedberg, you need to listen to Mitch Hedberg because you're on to something. Oh my! This goodness. was a great. This was a great Dusty Dimes episode, man. Hell yeah. It's all because you guys, man. I'll tell you what. Thank you for coming on. We do it for the fans. We do it for the fans, man. Not for Instagram. We do it for the fans, man. Hey, King, I got one I got one thing to ask you. Are you, you doing anything special for Mania or what? For Mania? Yeah. I'm going to watch it. I'm just chilling right now. Extreme Rules is coming to Philly. I'm trying to go to that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking both my boys to, uh, to Mania on Sunday. What? Yeah. Wait, where the hell is yeah, Mania at? New York? Uh, Jer- Jersey. Your yeah, brother-in-laws are gonna go to the garden. Yeah, they're going to the garden on Saturday, and we're going. Uh, they're going to New Japan, and we're going to Mania on Sunday. I'm, I'm going to, to TNA to- on Thursday, tomorrow. I'm gonna try to go to SummerSlam because I got a chick in Brooklyn, and you know Brooklyn's popping during SummerSlam, dude, the whole weekend. Oh, yeah. oh, and then uh, yeah. TNA's coming to uh, the ECW arena in Philly. Is it? Yeah, really? it's going to yeah. Rawway tomorrow. Last time I went to TNA, they threw me out and banned me for life at uh, the Sands. What? Yeah, yo, the Harris brothers. You remember them? Yeah. Yeah, they got in my face, dude. Skull and eight ball. Yeah, the Harris brothers. The they DOA. Yo, Alan. So, so I saw, I saw like the King's big in wrestling too. So he put something up on his Instagram. You remember that? Bro, we can mark out all day, King. I hear oh, you. Yeah. Keep going, TJ. Do you remember? You remember that chick that fucking walked around with Damian Gibbs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he took a picture with her, and I, I, got, I forget where he was, but I'm like, dude, that was fucking PWS chick. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was Teddy Hart with the cat, right? Yeah. 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 Puss Puss. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking love Puss Puss. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, it was that. It was that game changer world, which used to be Rasmus. Yeah, I've been fucking howl. Yo. <laughs> is, that the, did you, is that the show? Where the dude tried to do the spot off the top rope and hit his head on the ring apron and blew his head off? Not when I was there. Oh, dude. So this dude tried to do a spot where he's on the top rope. There's a guy, uh, like, hovering over, like, eight chairs. And the eight chairs is like a table. So the dude is supposed to get actually suplexed off the top rope onto the floor with the guy onto the chairs. The dude slips... He falls and the the ring apron, the ring apron uh, is like a metal bar right there. There's like, and then there's a gap, and then there's another steel bar that like surrounds the ring. Yo, this dude hits his head on the metal bar, hits the floor. 
you could see his like scalp folded up. And they say wrestling's fake. Yo, this dude's skull was just hanging out. I never seen nothing like that in my life. It was probably more plasma than skull, but yo, it was just there. It was like a flap of skin. It was the most, it was the reckless thing I've ever seen. Hockey and, pro, hockey and pro wrestling, the best mix in the world. It's like steak and lobster, man. <laughs> Nick fucking Gage. <laughs> Nick fucking Gage. Nick fucking Gage. <laughs> oh, shit. So, That's amazing. Hey, boys. Listen, well, wrestling is real. People are fake. Exactly. Once you, when anyone exactly. can figure that out. I was going to say that, but great minds think alike, obviously. That's it. <laughs> We could, yeah, we need to have a, a, a one episode wrestling podcast. It would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll be up for that. I just but, started uh, watching TNA again on, uh, there's this app called Global Wrestling Network. And man, TNA ain't got no one in their organization, dude. It's like ridiculous watching that. Yeah, show. Vince has got them all. Yeah. And the guy who said, oh, I'll never get impact talent, they're not WWF quality. And literally, in less than five years, 15 dudes jump ship. You got every one of them. It's amazing. At least all the good ones. Yeah, pretty much. They got Johnny Morrison. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, well, EC3 too, but they're they're all going to get squashed. They're all because Vince McMahon's like, oh, I'm going to squash you. I'm Vince McMahon. Uh, I'm going to put my son all over uh, the game. Uh, Triple H uh, and my wife. Uh, uh, I, I'm 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 open minded to WrestleMania on Sunday, but truth is, it's uh, it's kind of weak. But the good news is, is they spotted Bray Wyatt and they spotted Kane in the airport earlier today. So apparently, some shit's going down. Oh hell yeah, that's sick though. Yeah. Watching Raw is like a physical challenge, dude. Can you? These days it is. Did you do all three hours or not? Without I, uh, I, I DVR'd it and I, I fast forward through it. That's the way to it. do it. Yeah, you gotta do it that way, or you're just gonna begin aggravating. On on two and three, fast forward. Oh yeah. So it, you get a good amount of the program. You can kind of see them talk, but you can't hear it. It's fantastic. Yeah, SmackDown's so much better with just being two hours, man. They don't they don't screw around. The guys don't take an hour to get to the ring. <laughs> Well, when Fox, they're going to change it all when Fox, when they go to Fox. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. They, they've they been getting raunchier and raunchier saying, like, scumbag and, and ass and and stuff like that. So they're getting, they're getting, they're going to get raunchy again. And we're ready for the XFL coming back, too, man. That's it, dude. Oh, my get God. Get Johnny Manziel up in there. <laughs> yeah, so you can get hurt again. He's doing very well. In, uh, is, it he the, is he the one that's playing for the Canada League? Yeah, CFL. He plays in Canada? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does right now. Oh, shit. The best team to ever come out of Canada was the Edmonton Oilers. That's right. Here we go. I mean, it, it, let, okay, you could go Montreal. If, you, if you're going to keep it, you got to keep it in the original six, but I'm putting Edmonton over Montreal. I can see that. As of right now, I can see that. I'm just going to shut my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not willing to get into an argument right now. <laughs> you can get into an argument. Right it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Don't get an argument because fucking Xander will come on and call everybody a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, boys, um, other than that, we appreciate everyone getting on today. Uh, we're gonna probably the hardest it. part is getting off. 
Oh yeah, yeah. That, that is the hardest part. But unfortunately, we try to keep it under an hour so that it's not too too long. For that was a sexual innuendo. Hey, sorry. Right. <laughs> but again, we appreciate everyone hopping on again today. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Go on Google, type in King Allentown, the documentary. You'll have a nice afternoon. Put it on at your office at work. <laughs> Put on Dusty Dimes as oh, yeah. well in your office at Put work. Put them all up. Set the homepage to Dusty Dimes. <laughs> Go to the library and change all the computers' homepage to Dusty Follow Dimes. Follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I would love that. That would be hilarious. But, uh, yeah, real quick, man, I just want to say thank you again, and uh, we're definitely going to get you guys back on. Yeah, no problem, man. And now a word from our sponsor. Oh, yeah. Yep. So from a word from our sponsor, um, again, we're talking about Goodwood Hockey. If you guys go to goodwoodhockey.com, you can look everything up about them. But to touch on what they're really about, each season Goodwood Hockey uh, features a uh, specific design that benefits a certain charity, such as water. So this year, their certain design is Live Love Hockey, which is a woman's T-shirt and a little girl's T-shirt. So every time you purchase one of those T-shirts, a small portion of the funds goes to a charity across the world to uh, provide clean water. Um, TJ, you want to talk about Monster? Yeah, I just want to touch on uh, Monster Hockey Sticks. I uh, I had a chance to use them two weeks ago. I uh, still use it in men's league now. So um, great balance, great weight, great durability. It's the same as using a CCM, Bauer. And it's only $149. Go check them out on Monster Hockey Sticks on Google. And then check out Monster Sticks on uh, Instagram. And last but not least, uh, Bear Beards is our last sponsor. And we couldn't be more fortunate enough to have them as our sponsor. They're a local company ran by Vinny and Eddie Barantino. Uh, Bear Beards has all their essentials for your beard, uh, such as bombs, oils, any type of product that you need. Uh, if you go to Etsy.com or if you go on Facebook to give them a look, and it's B-A-R-E, Beards. And if you go to Etsy to purchase anything, use uh, promo code GONGSHOW10, and you get 10% off your entire order. So Etsy.com, look up Bear Beards for any of your beers, uh, beard essentials, and then just mention us. So thanks again for everyone listening, and stay dusty. Stay dusty, guys. Stay dusty. Later, boys.